You're listening to 89.1 WEMU, and this is Art and Soul. I'm Lisa Berry. This week, Art and Soul is about the visual arts. So we're joined by the director of Culture Source, Omari Rush. Hi, Omari. Howdy, Lisa. And we have a very special guest with a very special exhibit at the University of Michigan Institute for the Humanities Gallery, Rashan Rucker. Hi, thanks for talking to us. Hey, how are you? Happy to be here. The name of your exhibition is Never Free to Rest. And let me just put this out there that it compares the life and origins of the rock pigeon to the stereotypes and myths of the constructed identities of black men in the United States. That That's a lot. Can you break that down and, and tell us what that really is all about? Um, I just wanted to make work that spoke specifically to conditioning for black men in America. And I always tell people I can only talk about black men because that's what I am. I can't necessarily do justice to somebody else's plight, just what I'm experiencing. And I wanted to talk about it in a new way without the same tropes that we've seen before and uh, coming across the idea of the pigeon and is doing more research and learning that pigeons came to America around the same time as the transatlantic slave trade. And then also just thinking about people's ideas of pigeons and how pigeons are rats with wings and they're living off the scraps and they're scavenging and they're doing this and kind of gave me the same idea about how people think that, you know, black people live in all systems and assistances and programming and all these different things. And, but when you get down to the foundation of it, both are two things that were bought here to America in servitude or, but just because someone wanted to bring the bird at that time. And it's kind of like, now what do you do with two living things that now have to figure out how to survive and adapt? And so that is kind of the foundation of it. Michelle, one, amazing. I love it. I'm obsessed. <laughs> Two, um, would you be able to just talk about what the work actually looks like? The kind of range of your exploration of this as a theme? For this particular show, it, it's, it's kind of new for me because normally there's, there's just large graphite drawings, but this show has two particular installations, uh, one being in cast plaster of... Uh, clay pigeons, which people know they use those clay pigeons for target practice and skeet shooting and trap shooting. And uh, I've created much larger clay pigeons with the face of one black man on each pigeon. But the majority of the pigeons are broken and scattered throughout the gallery. And it speaks to um, the broken bodies that I've experienced with friends and just in the black community. And there's only three unbroken plates on the wall and the piece is called I hit more than I missed. And it's just about how only a few of us are able to sometimes traverse the obstacles put in front of us by systemic racism and redlining and all these other things that exist in America that we have to deal with. There's four large drawings in here. Usually the drawings are faces of black men that are amalgamated with pigeon body parts, whether it's, face, whether it's the head of the pigeon, wings, sometimes full body pigeons, um, a lot of the faces are usually people I know, and then some of the faces are collage photos of uh, people inside the carceral system. And the last installation is called The Perilous Perch, and it is uh, a life-size pigeon coop with the perch made of American flags. And then on top of the perch are pigeon spikes, which you always see at gas stations and buildings, which are put there so pigeons won't roost or make a nest on the building. 
it's funny because on the advertising for the spikes, it says it makes the bird go to a place that's more accessible. And so putting that on the flag, and sometimes America is not accessible to us, even though we live here. And um, the flags just talk about in general, you know, I'm still a patriot. I'm still an American, but it's really hard to reckon with being in a place that sometimes you never feel the reciprocity of that love. When you create this art, where does that come from in you, from your heart, from your mind, from your experience, from when you walk out the door every day in 2021 and what you're still facing? I think it, I think it's all three things, Lisa. I mean, I, and I was telling somebody um, not long ago, we always talk about these respectability politics, which I hate. And it's like, you know, if you comply with the police or if you did this or you did that. I said, you know, one day when I was working the free press and I was the editor at the time and I'm walking down the street with another black editor and we're in suits and we had meetings that day. Somebody comes past us and they yell out slurs and go home darky. Mm-hmm. And I told my boss the next day, I said, you look at me. I'm exactly what you or the world wants me to be. I'm educated. I'm black. I'm law abiding. I've never been in trouble. But that didn't stop me from experiencing that. Because what happens is you experience my skin before you experience me. So nobody knows what you've accomplished. So a lot of times those things that when you're told to comply and do all these other things, that really doesn't exist or stop you from experiencing those type of traumatic uh, things in life in America. And Rashawn, as you create this work, do you find that, you know, if I take Lisa's question to be about what goes in, I'm wondering what comes out. Do you feel healed, energized, hopeful? Do you, do you get into like a a deep, dark depression? Where do you, where do you kind of end up on the other side? Um, It's really not a freedom in making the work. It's more about me reckoning with my own issues and issues that bother me and, you know, that we deal with in society, but it also, there's a joy in me making the work and it's not because of the, the heaviness of it. It's just a joy that I have in truly being an artist and making work. And what I always look for is that when I do a show or show pieces, you're looking at the residue of my joy, but also the residue of my joy is supposed to confront you with questions that need to be answered. And I tell people all the time, when you see this work, you know, the things I want you to take away from it is, are you in a coop? Did you place somebody in a coop? Are you helping somebody escape the coop? What's your role in the system? And those are the things I want people to think about when they encounter the work. Have you been around inside the University of Michigan Institute for the Humanities Gallery to see people looking at your work and what kind of reactions are they having? I'm getting only positive reactions. And I think, um, you know, (laughs) the one thing I hear from students or people is that, God, I will never look at a pigeon the same way ever again. Seriously. (laughs) But, But I tell people, you know, one of the things that's beautiful about pigeons is when we see them, you know, you usually see gray, black, and white. I said, but it's not till you get really close to a pigeon that you start to see the purples and the greens and the blues and the iridescence in their feathers and you see the beauty of them. And I think that speaks to black men or black people or brown people as well. It's like you don't know the beauty of something until you have a direct, genuine relationship with it and not viewing it from afar. 
It's called Never Free to Rest. We've been talking to the artist Rashawn Rucker. It's at the University of Michigan Institute for the Humanities Gallery through October 15th. Thank you so much for talking to us here on 89.1 WEMU. Amari Rush, always good to connect with you as well, too. Yes, Lisa Rashawn, this is really just solid. (laughs) So great. Thanks so much. Thank you. Grateful to be here. Thank you.